good day to be indigenous. Get up, stand up. They are going to become more brutal. Cody Cup, hitting cut again. Because all the hippies were trying to be Indians anyway. They're going to become more repressive because it's a matter of dollars and their illusionary concepts of power. Hey, Victor. We must live in balance with the earth. And also with recent happenings at Wounded Knee. I am awake. Welcome to Native Roots Radio Presents I'm Awake, and I'm your host, Wakanja Hade. Hey, Kadagi to all my friends and relatives in four directions. You are listening to Native Roots Radio Presents I'm Awake, and I'm your host, Robert Pilot. We discuss local and national Native news and events, and as you know, Haley, Native issues are human issues, and human issues are Native issues. You're right, Dega. This portion of the show is supported by the Native American Community Clinic on Franklin Avenue in Minneapolis, honoring health and tradition. Yes, they do. What a great partner they are. And we have Dr. Stately, the CEO of uh, Native American Community Clinic, on on Mondays. And it's always really great to get together and share with uh, Dr. Stately. Hey, today we have Arvinia uh, Martin uh, and Bob Blake from Red Lake. I always like to say that, but Bob Blake with uh, so- the Solar Bear with the Solar News. And Arvania, uh, you know, is a former city council member, a first Native person ever elected to the Madison Common Council, and now is the executive director of Merge, Emerge Wisconsin. We are so happy to have you on, as always, and uh, thanks for spending some time with us. You see my cup right here? Oh. It says, look what it says. You want me to... <laughs> Of course, I of course I start off the whole thing. <laughs> there were some good words I, I could uh, good words that came out of there. There I was yeah. reading them up. <laughs> Best things I'm going to say all day. <laughs> yeah. Well, welcome, uh, Arvinia, and thank you so much for being on. And um, it's always good to share with you. And you have so many good things going on there in in Wisconsin and uh, with yeah. your work with Emerge Wisconsin. And I see a guitar back there, so um, if you feel the need in the second segment, I'd, I'd love to hear a song. Oh, wow. I wish I wish I knew I, I wish I knew how to play it. It's not mine. <laughs> well, welcome. What's on, I play a main triangle though, so if you need a triangle player, I play the radio really well. Oh, wow. <laughs> uh, so hey, how's it going? And. Uh, What's happening in uh, Mad City, my, my second favorite city in the whole United States? Well, we're, we're doing okay. I'm actually, um, I'm, I'm remote today. I'm actually in San Francisco, California, but, and, and I'm c- glad to be here because all of the wildfire smoke in Madison is making, making things pretty rough. And if you have relatives in Wisconsin, check on them and make sure that you know, they have someone, they've got a stash of N95 masks to go outside and if, you know, stay inside as much as possible. It, do, it sounds like it's really, really bad. Um, and I'm I'm grateful to be away for, for the time being. Yeah, good point. And it's really bad here in Minnesota too. I didn't go for my uh, walk this morning and the last two days and I did yesterday, which was kind of a mistake because I had a really sore throat and I was coughing up stuff that I normally don't. So... This is a real deal, and this is uh, global warming, and these uh, these uh, places in Canada are not drying are dried up, and here in Minnesota, the river of Mississippi River is down low. We're in we're right ready to have what's called uh, a drought again here. Yeah, I same thing down in Madison. You know, lake levels are lower, and you know all the plants are unfortunately brown and we're worried about fires and i heard that that you know somebody asked on you know a different program like well how can you stop all this smoke coming down here well you got to stop the fires and there's more than 400 active wildfires out in canada right now so you know let's let's support our our all the fire uh fighters out there that are trying to help protect our resources and protect people and protect all the animals and um you know they're really doing dangerous work but we need folks like them to help um otherwise we'd be we'd be in real bad shape <laughs> exactly and it uh, it's just uh 
amazing that this is the worst uh, the air has been in Minnesota uh, since 2011. And uh, mm-hmm. it's amazing. Uh, we've already surpassed uh, the these bad air days of 2011, too. So we're, we're setting records again in places we don't want to. Yeah, I actually I heard previously that the record for, you know, bad air quality in the Waukesha area had been previously been like 160. And the last time I checked, it was over 200. Um, I'm I'm not sure where they are right now. But, you know, that's, that's a major jump. And I also hear that this is, you know, worst air quality on the planet right now in our little corner of the world. And we, you know, think that that we're immune to that kind of stuff. And, you know, we're not, it can happen everywhere. So. Right. I'm just looking at WCCO right now and they posted this yesterday, but smoke from wildfires prompts a record 23rd air quality alert in Minnesota just this year. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, you know, we're supposed to, it's supposed to lighten up. Uh, we're going to have some rain and we had rain a few days ago and that didn't seem to help at all. And, uh, it's hard because not everyone that anyone that has any kind of either asthma or low low end emphysema or anything, this is a really a big bugaboo. And staying in the house after having eleven months of winter is hard for us here in Minnesota. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, and and all of our you know, no one can go out and do outdoor recreation and. You know, my email is filled with all kinds of cancellations for sports events and for, you know, renting boats to go canoeing. And and yeah, you're right. These are the things that we've been waiting for. And, and we only get a few short months to to take advantage of it. And and, you know, people don't believe in things like like climate change until it affects the stuff that we need to survive, like our air and our water. And, you know, hopefully this this spurs some folks into to action and um, makes people think about what we can do to mitigate all of this damage we as a species has done to this planet. Right. And I, you know, and I think once uh, we can get things together here uh, nationally and get Democrats in there, we can really push the Democrats more into more progressive thinking. I think, uh, I said, I think twice in a sentence, but, uh, <laughs> that's just thinking real hard. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Um, and that's our, that's our goal really. I mean, our, our goal here in Minnesota, we've been doing such great things, but now it's time to put, push them over a little more to a more progressive end because, uh, I know Wisconsin's now dealing with pipelines like we were, and we were really yep. disappointed in our outcome and what happened. And I know there's a delay with Embridge and line five, but it's still not good enough. And especially when it's crossing a native land. Absolutely. And, and it just shows the the need that, that it isn't just, you know, what's what we're doing in Wisconsin or what what's happening in Minnesota. You know, this is a nationwide issue. This is this is a planetary issue. You know, I this the, I mean, finding out that we've got all of this, these crazy air quality issues from smoke that was comes from Canada from right. way like really far away you know it's it's they we it, it just shows the interconnectedness and on all of this and how we as states and as nations need to work collaboratively because what happens to one of us is going to happen to all of us and there's no there's really no denying that wow that really does magnify that it really really does uh wow you know that's one of the things that that we, we, you know, need to take care of Mother Earth and Father Sky and really believe in that. Can can you stay on another segment? I'd really like to get Absolutely. an update of what's happening with uh, Emerge Wisconsin and yeah. maybe a few little uh, national things, too, because we could be partying here like it's 1999 again here if uh, we get uh, <laughs> the, get another uh, conviction. Or not a conviction, but, you know, get <laughs> Trump on, under the fire again. But that's... Yeah. Uh, that's something to, to be excited about. But hey, this is Native Ritz Radio, and we'll be right back after this short break. Stay with us.
Hey, Olgama, I've been hearing a lot about this term, climate justice. What is that? Climate justice is recognizing that the negative impacts of climate change don't affect all people equally. It also means transitioning from a fossil fuel-based economy to a more sustainable future. MN350 is one of the groups that's pushing for this transition to protect our futures. You can even get involved, too. That's great, especially since I'm concerned about pipeline projects like Line 3. How can I help MN350? Just find them on Facebook or visit mn350.org. If the statistics say that one in three Native women and one in six Native men have experienced sexual assault in their lifetime, it means our whole community is affected by sexual violence. One is too many. Don't stand by. Stand up. Don't engage in acts of sexual violence. And shut down the dirty jokes, the gossip, the victim blaming and shaming. As a community, we can change the way we respond. Contact the Minnesota Indian Women's Sexual Assault Coalition to attend a workshop to learn more. Sponsored by the Minnesota Indian Women's Sexual Assault Coalition. Minnesota has the only original wolf population in the continental United States. And 80% of Minnesotans believe the wolf should be protected. Howling for Wolves is asking Minnesotans to respect our true wildlife manager, the wolf. Their survival is critical to our ecosystems, our communities, and even our economy. As highly intelligent animals with strong social bonds, Minnesota wolves deserve to be protected and admired. Learn more at howlingforwolves.org. Let's Let's live live and and let howl. When it comes to mental health, making connections with others can be a way forward. How do you reach out when you need someone? What do you do to support those who struggle? Connections can bring comfort, hope, and joy. Find ways that work for yourself and others like sending a text, sharing a moment, offering a hug, seeing an old friend, creating space to listen. Visit cmentalhealth.org. That's cmentalhealth.org. cmentalhealth.org. You're listening to Native Roots Radio. This is Spirit from Reservation Dogs. Get up and listen. Welcome back to Native Roots Radio presents I'm Awake and this is Robert Pilot. This portion of the show is supported by Minnesota 350, a grassroots organization fighting for climate justice. Yes, they do. And yes, they are. Hey, we're here with Arvina Martin, uh, executive director of Emerge Wisconsin. And we, uh, you know, I was just commenting in our our private chat that no one can see is that, wow, that first segment went really quick. Uh, That's crazy. But that's that's a good sign instead of going oh my god it's just yeah. going on that's a great sign so hey i want to catch up a little bit with what's happening with emerge wisconsin and um uh where your executive director will give us an update yeah. of what's happening yeah we are we just had our last training program weekend so the six month training for the class of 23 2023 is now complete we have a amazing cohort of women that are um, intelligent and strong and capable and empathetic who are ready to take on the world and take on, um, you know, new challenges and, and run for office. And I'm really proud of all the work that they've done over the last six months. And, and really, um, they really worked hard to try to understand new ideas and concepts and, and, you know, training on things that can be really difficult, like asking for money and raising money for your own candidacy. Um, that's one of the scariest things to do as a candidate is, is ask people for money. Um, yeah. So, you know, uh, we, we had a really great, a really great class and they're going to be um, going through their graduation next month. And in the meantime, I have my eyes open and I'm looking for any future members of the class of for the class of 2024. Um, So, you know, if you are out there listening and you're in Wisconsin, um, check out our website. It is wi.emergeamerica.org to find out more about what we do. Or you can email me at arvina at emergewi.org. You know, that's that's exciting. Just to remind our whole audience uh, you, what your organization does, it kind of, uh, you know, getting women involved. And another thing, too, I'm excited uh, after you do that is like you could uh, when you're going to be a guest hosting my show, you can have them a few of them on as guests. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Why not? Yeah. Oh, and guess where we're having our graduation? Green Bay. 
no, we're going to go have it at the, uh, the Ho-Chunk Nation uh, branch office. Oh, so, which one? Yeah, in, it's in a Madison? great space. Yeah. Oh, geez, you have to invite me to come down. Absolutely, you'll have to come on down. We'll do a live show. Yeah. <laughs> they can practice all of their public speaking skills that they've learned. <laughs> well, they'll learn it from you because, you know, I'm the king of ums over here. So, uh, <laughs> um, but, but uh, yeah. Well, so, they, oh, I was going to say too, they also got to go through the first training um, of the, the tribes 101 presentation, which they, they got a, a longer presentation, but you got to, to check out, um, some of that, the, a shorter version of it and get a taste of kind of what it's like to be in one of my classes. <laughs> yeah, it was awesome. And uh, I even got to uh, ask a question and uh, about uh, uh, land acknowledgement. Yeah, yeah. We, we get questions about that kind of stuff all the time. And, you know, making sure that, that if that's something you're going to do, make sure it's not performative, make sure it's the beginning of your process and not the end. It's, it's the starting point. It's not, it's not the end product. Right on, right on. And so yeah. how many, uh, how many people are graduating? We have a, a small but mighty class this year. We've got about eight um, I believe okay. uh, students that are going to be graduating. Um, hope we, we had a, a big year of burnout after several election cycles um, uh, that were pretty brutal. Um, and now we have like a whole year between between the spring elections and then our next elections in 2024. So I'm hoping that you know, all of our folks that are, especially any Wongshiks out there that are thinking about getting involved in campaigns, you're using this time to recharge and, you know, what you can be ready and ready to go when it comes time to to um, either apply for Emerge and, and learn how to run for office or also to... Um, uh, or, or work on a campaign or run for school board. We need more Native folks at every level of government um, and not just in our tribal governments. We need Native people representing on city councils and um, we, need, we need people of all groups. And, and because, you know, we all have blind spots and with our different experiences, the, the more diverse our governing bodies are, you know, those we're covering more of these blind spots and we can make better policy that, that helps more people um, and, and use our money and our resources uh, more wisely. And, and that's, that's why we need to have a diverse um, government at, at every level. So anybody out there, any, any women or any non-binary folks that feel comfortable in, um, female-centered spaces, we welcome your application and, you know, I'd love to talk with you about what you think you might want to run for. That's eight is significant. I would, I think eight is significant and that's awesome. Um, yeah. Also, too, when, are we going to, uh, with our new Supreme Court person that we had on, and I want to say uh, Protosewicz because I worked on that name over and over again before I had her on. <laughs> yeah. Um, is, are we gonna, is that going to help our gerrymandering problems? Because, you know, in Green Bay, I ran into our relative Trisha Zunker, and I just was just, I wish it could have been, but that gerrymandered so bad where she was running yeah. oh. Yeah, well, you know, I, I I hear somebody's cat has some opinions on gerrymandering too. So <laughs> that's, use that's your voice, fine, Kitty. <laughs> <laughs> Make sure you're heard. Um, no, I, I you know I know that there are folks. There's different organizations that are working on um, uh, an appeal to the the Wisconsin Supreme State Supreme Court. I imagine you know the folks on the other side of the issue are going to try to delay as much as possible and try to delay any decisions that that could change maps to be more fair um you know as long as they possibly can which is is terrible <laughs> i mean right. um fair districts fair maps are something that that we all should be valuing and 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 wanting to make in order to make sure that people's voices are in fact being heard yeah, definitely. Hey, you know, we're really excited too. Uh, and I, and I think just the partnership and, and knowing you and, uh, Wisconsin wisdoms and, uh, 
We're we're gonna have we have the governor stop in now uh, once a week. It gives us a report of Wisconsin yeah. and and uh, the lieutenant governor who I happened to meet at uh, at the convention that I got to MC and not mess up anybody's name. I'm gonna say <laughs> I did a good job. Um, nice. And she'll be coming on too. So we're excited to amplify. Uh, the Wisconsin Democratic uh, voice, like your, like yours, and uh, the the leaders, and uh, the soon to be leaders going through Emerge Wisconsin. Yeah, I, you know we we're we're to a point where where Democratic leaders are understanding and and um, they they know the importance of of creating authentic relationships and not ones that are just transactional. And you know, coming and making sure that you're talking with tribes and tribal members um, always, and not just at campaign time or not just when you need some fundraising to get done. Um, and you know, they they're excited to learn because you know, even though Act 30, uh, Act 31, which requires uh, Native history to be taught in public schools is a law that's on the books in Wisconsin, um, you know, it, it, it doesn't happen. And there's, there's so many people that are like, if I, if I do one of my presentations about tribes, they're like, how come I didn't know this? Right. You know, this sounds like something I should have learned in high school or middle school or elementary school. And they're right. And so mm -hmm. we have we have a lot of um, our Democratic leaders who are there to listen and to learn and understand that the, the differences between working with tribes and working with other groups of people and, and understanding, listening to us about the, the issues that are important to us. Exactly. And I just got to chime in on the radio side. I think the Republicans do that much better. And I think the Democrats are kind of learning that, hey, you know, Trump would go on some station that nobody heard of and anoint them as a speaker and uh, and people would be listening. And I think we, especially here in Native Roots Radio, we're not into gotcha. We're not, we want people to speak their truth. So I think people are realizing that in the progressive end, and I'm excited about that. And um, I'm excited to have yeah. you on as much as possible. And, um, yeah. you know, those kind of great things that are happening, I think. Well, I think you see in, in democratic communication strategies, the, the importance of um, you know, if this was a transportation system, we would call it multimodal. You know, we want to make sure that people are reaching out and speaking on radio and speaking on local TV and national TV and on podcasts and blogs. And, and it, you know, there are candidates that use TikTok um, yeah. to, to get messages out to voters. And you got to figure out where your audience is and then um, make and go there to, to reach them. Hey, we got a minute left. I just want you to speak your truth here this last uh, minute here. Uh, we're here with Arvina Martin, Executive Director of Emerge Wisconsin. You have the floor. Oh, I, you know, this is this is a time that, oh my gosh, what the floor. I'm going to use <laughs> most of this to like hem and just, hop, but I don't know what to say. Oh my gosh, it's rendered speechless. <laughs> no, no, that's There's perfect. so much. <laughs> We, we really appreciate you stopping in and we'd like to do it more often too. And uh, Absolutely. thank you so much for being on and uh, yeah. you're a few more shows away from now co-hosting this or not co-hosting the show, but uh, hosting the show when I'm on vacation. So I'm excited. Yeah. Oh, wow. I, I look forward to receiving my golden headphones and microphone in the mail. <laughs> <laughs> hey, this is Native Ritz Radio. We'll be right back after this short break with Bob Blake from Red Lake. Oh, wow. JNS Bean Factory is a native-owned, community-supported, cozy, artsy coffee shop which offers roasted on-site beans, live music, and baked goods. Relax in the beautiful outside patio. City Pages writes, voted top 10 coffee shops. Tucked into a quiet corner of St. Paul's Highland Park neighborhood, this coffee shop roasts beans on-site from the best coffee-growing countries in the world. Located at 1518 Randolph Avenue, St. Paul. The good stuff. Hey, this is Robert Pilot. I taught in St. Paul Public Schools for over 25 years, and I want you to join the team and make a difference in our children's future. 
Right now, St. Paul Public Schools is offering hiring and retention bonuses up to $10,000 for a variety of teaching and classroom support positions for the next school year. Grow in a supportive and fulfilling public school setting. Limited bonuses are available, so don't delay. Apply at spps.org careers. Minnesotans age 65 plus might qualify for Health Partners Minnesota Senior Health Options. The plan includes personal support, coverage for medical prescription drugs and dental, plus over 30 extra benefits. Eligibility information is available at healthpartners.com slash one plan. Health Partners is a health plan that contracts with both Medicare and the Minnesota Medical Assistance Medicaid program to provide benefits of both programs to enrollees. Enrollment in Health Partners depends on contract renewal. Hi, this is Angela Warner for Warner Stallion Appliance. Do you have a dishwasher that doesn't really clean your dishes so you have to? Or a refrigerator that kind of keeps your milk cold and you've just been waiting for the right time to buy? Well, Warner Stallion has the lowest prices of the season with exclusive savings, including free dishwasher installation on brands like Bosch and up to 10% off and a bonus for each additional appliance you buy for up to $1,000. See what I mean at warnerstallion.com. Hi, Matt McNeil for Rudy Luther Toyota. You've heard me talk about the Rudy Luther Toyota We Buy program. Now hear from someone who's actually done it, me. Our kid's car, the 2006 Toyota Sienna, served us well for 17 years, but it was finally time to say goodbye. The We Buy program is really simple. I gave them some basic information. We set up an appointment, and after a quick verification, they gave me an estimate and a check, and they made me a generous offer. It was that fast. See for yourself. Try the Rudy Luther Toyota We Buy program at RudyLutherToyota.com. Hey, it's Tom. Fossil fuels continue to have negative impacts on our environment. Luckily, there are more ways now than ever to use renewable energy in your home or business. All Energy Solar offers smart energy solutions like custom solar paneling, electric vehicle chargers, and energy storage. Solar panel systems can last for decades, meaning you can help the environment and cut back on electric bills for years to come. There are incentives and rebates available to most people who install solar energy, too. Last year, the federal solar tax credit increased to a 30% tax credit. This incentive can be used in combination with other incentives from your utility, county, or city. But don't delay or miss out, as many of these incentives are limited to only a certain number of people. So have a professional from All Energy Solar help you discover how solar can power up your property while saving on your energy costs. Call 800-620-3370 or visit allenergysolar.com. With your AM950 weather, I'm Brett Johnson. Look for cloudy skies tonight with a low around 65, Thursday haze with a high near 87, and Friday partly sunny with a high near 86. Eat Local Minnesota is a great way to find locally owned restaurants and food purveyors. They feature high quality food and unique eating experiences for your next meal. Some of those restaurants and food purveyors include the Park Tavern and 30 Bales. Find a full list of all of our restaurants and food purveyors at eatlocalminnesota.com. Hi, I'm Jane Fonda, and you're listening to Native Roots Radio. And we're back to Native Roots Radio Presents I'm Awake, and this is Robert Pilot. This portion of the show is supported by the Minnesota Indian Women's Sexual Assault Coalition. Hey, we're here with uh, Bob Blake from Red Lake, and uh, we're here with the Solar Bear with the Solar News, and it's always great to see Robert and... uh, I have to talk business with you uh, very soon here in the next uh, few hours here. I've got to text you, but uh, great to see you and uh, always great to hear your updates. So thanks for coming on, uh, Robert. Hey, Robert, how's it going? Hey, have you noticed uh, we are under a health, um, like air quality alert? Yeah, it's terrible. um, You know, yeah, and, and this is like, I mean, I I want to say from here to like what, the East Coast or something like that. Like, right. And this is this is climate change. I mean, this is yep. what's happening from the fires because of climate change. And um, get this, Robert. I, I want to read you the first. I want to do the first story here real quick. Uh-huh. And th- this is this is I I think really interesting. Um, and this really does say a lot about the mentality, okay? And it's Michigan Republicans um, dismiss climate change as a theory. 
<laughs> and they're rejecting established science as they attack proposed clean energy targets. So the state of Michigan, everybody, is trying to reach some climate goals. Uh, legislation is being proposed by um, probably Democrats <laughs> in, in the state of Michigan. Yeah. And the Republican, uh, you know, legislators in Michigan are rejecting this um, climate change as just a theory. And <laughs> I, I, I can't I can't believe, you know, that, you know, these are, you know, um, the politicians that, you know, we are. Um, electing into office to lead us. And so we, people, we need to do something about this. We can't, these individuals are going to lead us down a bad road if we continue to, you know, um, uh, and, and, and I'm obviously in Minnesota, Robert. So, mm -hmm. you know, but still, I mean, you know, um, what happens in Michigan is going to ultimately affect us. Cause like we say, Robert in native, in, in the native way, everything is connected. Yes, exactly. Well, I think, thank goodness, too, and maybe Haley can check on this, but they have a trifecta also in Michigan now, and that was a miracle where their House and Senate and the governor are Democrats. So those Republicans can whine all they want, and it's not going to happen. But uh, I think it's plain to see, and we talked about it in the first segment, Robert, uh, just how bad it's been you know wendy was in uh new york when it was the worst place air quality in the whole world and then oh came home and a week later it was the worst quality air quality in the whole world here in the twin cities um i can't go out and walk i can't go out and uh, you know walk the dog uh, I'm a lifelong uh, smoker. I quit smoking 17 years ago, but still, you know, all those things add up to health problems with uh, air quality. Yeah, and 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 that's you know, and it, it's it it really just kind of like amazes me, Robert, that you know politicians like this, especially mm -hmm. in Michigan, would have this attitude when you know Ford. The big three, right. right, are like massively producing electric vehicles, right, and this is creating thousands and thousands of jobs in the state of Michigan, and these politicians are like going against what their constituents are basically right. saying to them, like, "Hey, you know," and so I, it, it just like baffles me that the the idiocracy of some yeah. politicians and their ideology, um, you know, is, is just beyond like my comprehension. I'm sorry, but. Well, it's just really happened. Uh, the last 15, 15 years where it's really switched because we just had like, uh, just recently, what is it? Senator Dave Durenberger, who is a Republican and, uh, uh, reelected here in Minnesota many times and the things they eulogized him for, he sounded like a, a left wing wacko. Uh, and, but yet he was just doing good things for his state. Like we all should be thinking instead of the, uh, doing good things for the 1% uh, billionaires. Yeah. And, and, and I, and you know, and I, I should stop too, because like, you know, you, you, you bring up a good point there, Robert, you know um, you know, I think about like, what Arnold Schwarzenegger did as yeah. a Republican for the state of California, you know, and here's a guy who literally started this clean energy wave and he was a Republican. Yeah. And I mean, if it wasn't for Arnold Schwarzenegger and, you know, his, you know, um, ideas around wanting to get into, you know, lean, you know, green, green, clean energy, you know, and he talks about doing the good things for the world and for the planet. Yeah. I, you know, you know, would some of these, would Gavin Newsom be doing some of the things that they're doing out there in California right now? You know what I'm saying? Right. And, and that was started by a Republican governor. Who is married to a Kennedy. <laughs> yeah. Right to a Kennedy. But, but my point being though, you know, right. you know sometimes it, it's not about, it's not about party. It really is about the individual and about, 
you know, them doing ultimately what is right, you know, irregardless of party ideology. And we need more of those politicians doing the right thing. Exactly. And hopefully we can smear out this and uh, have a huge blue wave in the next uh, election here because, you know, like you, you throw out numbers like 70% and there's a lot of 70 and 60% of the country that are totally against what the Republicans now stand for. And I mean, they're ridiculous. They, they're, they're trying to go after Biden and his son and bring up Hillary every chance they can. But yet they got a couple lunatics running around that they don't say anything about or call on, you know, the, the, the representative from Long Island. He's nuts. He's literally nuts, you know, but they want to go after Hillary's emails that they spent $43 million on and in five years investigating. Yeah, that's all. That's, I mean, I, how does that guy even get in? I mean, gerrymandered. Yeah. And it, and it's, and it's, and it's lies, right? I mean, it's, it's, it's it's just constantly lying. Hey, Robert, um, 1800, no emission buses have been added added to the U.S. roadways since the infrastructure law, the the IRA, took place. I, I mean, that's just wow. incredible. Um, you know, um, so that nearly doubled the emission, uh, the, doubled the buses that were there before. So, I mean, you know, and and Robert, these are these are buses that provide you know, transportation to, to, to kids, to our youth, um, you know, that are, you know, uh, not polluting the air. And, and, and like you said, Robert, some of us, you know, have these, these health, these health problems. And, and for the, for the listeners out there, that's the whole idea of having these zero emission, you know, buses is that we're going to have a lot cleaner air, Um, you know, and, and one of the interesting points about us doing, the intertribal electric vehicle charging network with the American Lung Association as one of our main partners, Robert, is uh-huh. their dedication to um, providing clean air for everyone. Um, and it just amazes me, you know, when we first started this project, how much the American Lung Association knew about electric vehicles and yeah. why it's important to have these to have these zero emission you know, um, uh, you know, forms of transportation. So we have cleaner air for everyone. Yeah. And I just, I, that just amazes me when I think about them as being one of our key partners in the intertribal electric fuel charging network, but also um, the, the, the IRA has put, has doubled the amount of zero emission buses on the road right now. This is a good thing, everyone. Wow. This is it's a good thing huge. that, Biden and the Democrats have done. I mean, these things should be celebrated instead of being chastised. You know, I listened to the news before. There's a two-minute news break before we start our show. And I always think of you, Robert, three years ago, four years ago, we were talking about solar panels on uh, schools. And now it's come to fruition that it's in law that they can do that. That's just amazing and just how quickly the world and good ideas uh, happen. So I just want to give you a big shout out on that because you've been talking about that before it was Vogue. Yeah. And, and, you know, and, and I, 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 you know, and of course, Robert, you know, I ran for city council and I was spitting out all these ideas and, you know, I was saying, Hey, let's, uh, let's, let's put, um, let's uh, paint our bikeways in, um, paint that will reflect in the evening, you know, um, the Dutch do it. And and what it does, Robert, is not only is it encourages more, uh, people driving their bikes or riding their bikes right around it, Mm -hmm. it, they found that they're, they're in those, in the communities that there was also, um, where, you know, communities got safer because people felt safer because the glow and dark paint was, all around the you know the area that they were driving and these are some of the things that we need to think about or think outside the box in right. the twin cities and in other cities to make our community safer glow in the dark 
paint paint ways for 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 uh for for bicycle ways i mean it's yeah. like that's genius exactly and it's i thought it was genius too uh, with uh having uh uh, in panels on all these schools and being able to afford teachers, but also getting students right in, right in on uh, manufacturing or learning about electricity or becoming electricians. Bob, uh, we got to take a quick break. Can you come back and howl with us uh, real quick? Absolutely. <laughs> right on. Hey, this is Native Ritz Radio presents I'm Awake, and we're with Robert Blake with the Solar Bear with the Solar News, and we'll be right back after this short break. Stay with us. Hey, Olgama, I've been hearing a lot about this term, climate justice. What is that? Climate justice is recognizing that the negative impacts of climate change don't affect all people equally. It also means transitioning from a fossil fuel-based economy to a more sustainable future. MN350 is one of the groups that's pushing for this transition to protect our futures. You can even get involved, too. That's great, especially since I'm concerned about pipeline projects like Line 3. How can I help MN350? Just find them on Facebook or visit mn350.org. Life is a journey, and the Doherty Family College at the University of St. Thomas will help you get where you want to go. Located in downtown Minneapolis, this affordable two-year college provides free textbooks, a laptop, meals, career coaches, and a metro transit pass, making DFC the perfect pathway to a bachelor's degree. Turn your dreams into reality at Doherty Family College at the University of St. Thomas. Apply today at dfc.stthomas.edu. Hey, this is Robert Pilot. I taught in St. Paul Public Schools for over 25 years, and I want you to join the team and make a difference in our children's future. Right now, St. Paul Public Schools is offering hiring and retention bonuses up to $10,000 for a variety of teaching and classroom support positions for the next school year. Grow in a supportive and fulfilling public school setting. Limited bonuses are available, so don't delay. Apply at SPPS.org slash careers. Your Blue Line Extension Project wants to hear from you. We are working on extending the Blue Line Light Rail into North Minneapolis, Robbinsdale, Crystal, and Brooklyn Park, and connecting it to our growing transit system. Tell us about your neighborhood, your business, your family, and what you need from your Blue Line. Learn more and share more of your story at yourblueline.org. That's yourblueline.org. Hi, this is Representative Sharice Davids from Kansas. I'm Ho-Chunk, and you're listening to Native Roots Radio. And we're back to Native Roots Radio Presents. I'm awake, and this is Robert Pilot. This portion of the show is supported by Howling for Wolves, protecting wolves for future generations. Yeah, I could hear three howls. Thanks, Bob. Hey, we're here. This is Native Ritz Radio, and we're here with Robert Blake with Solar Bear with the Solar News. And I know you got a couple more things uh, to bring up, Bob, but uh, there seems to be some positive funding going on out there, some grants, some things happening. Uh, we're inching towards there, but maybe not as fast enough, but we're heading in the right direction. But uh, again, welcome back. Yeah, Robert, um, I, I want to... Uh talk about this one quick story here real quick about the exports of solar modules coming out of China into the United States. Um, 70 gigawatts um, uh, of solar I, I mean, panels are coming out, you know, out of China exports. Um, Robert, this is, this is a heck of a lot of solar panels. <laughs> I mean, we're talking massive amounts of solar panels that are coming out of China. And um, interestingly, because of the, you know, there was a holdup on tariffs and there was actually some, um, some lawsuits that happened, uh, you know, with, you know, some of the manufacturers in China and, you know, were, were, were they using child labor? And there was a lot of like questions that came involved and, you know, about this. Um, and so what happened was uh, the Biden administration decided to, um, you know, put together, um, you know, a kind of chain supply 
or not a chain supply, but yeah, yeah, a chain supply um, around solar panels, manufacturing, and have just put billions of dollars towards us. So we're here in the United States are really going to start ramping up our own production of our own solar panels that we know for sure that we're following strict guidelines around manufacturing and that, you know, um, you know, employment, you know, of, of age individuals are, you know, doing this and stuff. And so, yeah. So um, I just think about the statistic here, 70 gigawatts coming out of China of, of solar panels, you know, being exported. And then I think about, you know, these billions of dollars that are going into this manufacturing supply chain around solar panels being made here in the United States, wafers, I mean, you name it. Um, This administration is, is really going, um, you know, doing a lot of good um, in, in, in creating all these new jobs, manufacturing jobs, Robert, this is really good news for, for the, for this country. Yeah, it is. It's exciting. And uh, just to, 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 you know, things are changing and that's good. And that's just a great example too, uh, you know, and uh, hopefully for all, and that's important too, to make sure that, you know, our BIPOC, our, our relatives uh, get in on this gravy train, so to speak, in a, in a good way with uh, getting renewable and lowering costs and selling stuff back, you know, energy back and get in, get in on this. So it's exciting. It, it, it really is. Um, and, and I want to put another statistic out there real quickly, Robert, another, some, some more solar news. Cause you know, Robert, we just don't talk about what's happening here in the United States. We like to talk the solar news and the solar bear likes to talk about everything. And <laughs> one of the cool stories coming out here, Robert, is 600 megawatts of installed PV in Ireland. They are rapidly approaching one gigawatt. So if you think about that, the state of Minnesota has about probably a gigawatt and a half, going on two gigawatts now. So we are ahead of Ireland. But I like talking about this because I think about, like, you know, the Irish and and some of those stories and how they were, like, friends to Native folks. Yes. Yes. You know what I mean? Like, I just, I, I always like thinking about, you know, kind of the cool things that are happening in, in their country and in, in um, how they, you know, they've looked out for Native people and Native people have looked out for them and that symbiotic relationship. So right. they, they are rapidly approaching a gigawatt of solar in Ireland. So kudos to all the Ireland and Irish folk out there that are putting up all that solar in their country. That's wonderful and great news. Yeah, just to remind everyone, uh, Native Americans uh, uh, during the potato famine, famine in Ireland uh, sent money that probably they couldn't afford to help uh, try and help the uh, Irish people. And forever then in the 1800s, we've been uh, been allies and friends. So it's, it's, uh, it's amazing. Yeah, yeah. I, I think, oh, this is a great, yeah, they, they teach Native American history in Irish schools. That that's really cool. Yeah, no, I I was I know that story. I don't know the full story, but I do know that there's that connection. I've heard Irish people talk about that before, mm-hmm. and I always thought that is pretty cool. So I always like to kind of keep track of what they're doing around renewable energy over there, exactly, in in, in how they're doing things. Um, what and, and and one more last story here, Robert. But uh, something just came out recently, um, around the uh the need from the national renewable energy laboratory um nrel out in colorado so this is the research facility that kind of does a lot of this renewable energy work in this country it's a government funded facility that and robert i was just out there recently it's absolutely incredible um and and the 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 stuff that they're doing out there um and and so i just want to say that I've seen firsthand that our tax dollars are being put to good use at this facility. Trust me, everyone. Yeah. Um, but um, they're talking about, they're making a target of 63.4 terawatts of installed photovoltaics by 2050 and 2060. Um, and, you know, this is all over the place. I mean, this is, this is, incredible this is so many jobs 
you know, it was just recently reported that renewable energy and solar specifically is the fastest growing, um, you know, uh, job in this country right now. Outpacing, Robert, all the oil and fossil fuel jobs right now. So think about that. The fastest the fastest growing job in this country is in renewables and not in fossil fuels. That is something to be celebrated with. And that has really been the Inflation Reduction Act that yes. has really propelled us. Because now with that little government subsidy, you start adding all of the all of the investment dollars from other places, and it just it, it, it just creates a capital stack that mm-hmm. there's just so much happening around it. And so I, I think that that should be should be celebrated, and I mean this this thing is not ending. It's the train has left the station. I'm sorry, everyone, and this is going down, and we are headed towards a renewable energy future in this country and right and on. in the world. I would say, absolutely. Hey, uh, Robert, why don't you give out uh, before we let you go? Give out your two websites here, uh, so people can uh, reach out to you and. Uh, ask you questions and maybe uh, hire you to put up a big garden somewhere, a solar garden. <laughs> yeah, here you go, everyone. Uh, it's uh, solarbear.earth, www.solarbear.earth, and also Native Sun, www.nativesun.org. And uh, Native Sun is the nonprofit side, and Solar Bear is the company side. So please uh, just reach out to go to the website. You can see uh, Robert at solarbear.earth. Robert at nativesun.org. And uh, thank you, Robert. Miigwech, everyone, for having me. Appreciate you guys. Yeah. Thanks for hauling with us, sticking around and hauling with us, too, Robert. Have a great day. And hey, I'm going to try and get a hold of you tomorrow. I got a few things I got to talk to you about. Ho-wah. Okay, pal. And like the solar bear says, keep on soldering on, everybody. Right on, right on, Robert. Wow, wow, Haley, that was awesome to see uh, Robert Blake. As always, uh, just enjoy our conversations and uh, some updates of what's happening around the world uh, in the solar solar realm. Right, hoping to get those solar panels on every school, hopefully in Minnesota. That'd be awesome. Hey, I want to thank. Uh, Arvina Martin uh, was a fast, quick uh, interview, it seemed like, and she's uh, full of energy and uh, really stopping in and, and talking about the great work that she's doing and talking about us natives across Turtle Island. And, of course, Robert Blake and of course and Haley Gigi for all you do. And uh, we're going to be back tomorrow. And you are listening to Native Roots Radio Presents I'm Awake. Please be safe out there with this air quality. And if you are listening to the show, you are part of the resistance. We're still here. We are the seventh generation. Free Leonard Peltier now. <laughs> <laughs>